Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is my desire to all. 
Yes, Lord Jesus, you are holy, holy, holy God. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. You are holy, God, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. For this day, Lord, you allow us, Lord, to seek you more, Lord, and be more in your presence. Spend more time, Lord. It is better a day in your presence, Lord Jesus, than thousands out of your presence, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, mighty Lord. We thank you, mighty God. Praise you, Lord. Things are moving quickly, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. I, I, I just, I'm looking at the news. Hallelujah. UN report uh, the outer uh, out, Israel and Palestinian group are equal under the law. The UN are saying that Palestinian and Israel are equal under the law. Okay? And why is this happening? Hallelujah. It's because uh, they are trying, thank you everybody, they're trying to get in the two-state, hallelujah, the two-state solution. They want to give the Palestinian half of Jerusalem. That's what they want to do. They want to give the Palestinian half of Jerusalem. And that's why they're doing that. That's why they're coming out with um, getting, uh, praise your Lord, getting them to, to uh, telling the world that they are the same. All these, uh, all these things that we heard, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, are moving quickly in the two-state solution. Uh, East Jerusalem to the Palestinians, they'll try to get a sign in as soon as possible so that they're testing and seeing 
Hallelujah. International law of equality applicable to both Israel and Palestinian armed group, Mary McGuan, David to the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva. On Monday, as she presented a report that said that the IDF Hamas may have committed war crime last summer. Okay, and it all, hallelujah, it is all being put together for the two-state solution, for the Palestinian to have uh, East Jerusalem, okay, uh, non-governmental organizations such as the UN Watchdog, and it gives, gives you more information on what they're, they're, they're planning, they're doing, they are moving, they are moving, they are moving. Now, here is a dream my brother uh, Mavel Castillo sent me. So, dear brother Elvi, brother Zapata, my name is Mavel Castillo. A while ago, he, he says he sent me a dream, a vision from the Lord concerning the rapture of the bride through priority man. Um, I hope you have received them. The Lord has given me a revelation through a dream regarding the tribulation period that is about to unfold. This is what she says, that the tribulation period is about to unfold. Given to me on Friday, June 26, 2015, so that was three days ago, she received this word. The Lord took me in spirit to the tribulation period. Suddenly, I was in my living room at my house. I heard a, a, a potent, a potent, a very strong sound that came from outside. Then I approached the window, and the first thing I saw was a, a mountain debris cars uh, piled up with other things in my backyard uh, by my house, uh, but my house was not touched. I was separated from the great catastrophe that swept the land. And all the information I received from the Lord was through, uh, okay, so the Lord gave it all the information to her mind. The mountain debris that I saw was because of the tsunami that has swept the land. So she's seen what I've seen all these past weeks. And it's the part of the strong noise that I heard outside were military airplanes hovering the sky where I live. Looking out my window, I saw an American military airplane, a black helicopter from the government. Also, I saw the strange-looking supersonic type of military airplane that were dark gray, that they had a very peculiar nose. The nose looked like a bird, pick up a curb, up like a hook. I saw uh, three of them strange-looking military airplanes um, flying together and straight uh, in the line in the sky. The Lord told me now, now that we're the enemy aircraft attacking the nation, so uh, to her, right after the, the tribulation began, the Lord showed her that this nation will be attacked very soon. I think she said that they were probably Chinese or Russians. She could not tell the nation that was attacking the U.S. right after the tribulation began. Then the Trump, then he transported me to another room in my house where I saw a horrible, terrible war outside the sky. We're all enlightened by the shooting of the tank and airplane taking uh, place outside. The Lord let me know that this was the uh, the third world war that is prophesied in the Bible. He also let me know that 
the coming world is is going to be much worse than the world with Hitler in power. Then he transported me to a Navy ship from another nation. He didn't tell me the na- one nation. The Lord told me it was a Navy ship from a foreign nation coming to help uh, people of this nation, just like a ra- the Russians have said they're willing to help uh, Texas from Obama. Okay, and President Putin has also said that he's not against the American people, but he's not in favor with the American government, Obama, he means. For from this, the nation after the earthquake and tsunami, the Lord gave me a terrible warning for the citizen of the country not to get inside any ship. Uh, some of them had a black agenda to annihilate people. The Lord showed me horrible scene in the dream. I saw people inside the Navy ship with all the belonging being taken outside where they at the deck of the landing aircraft. I saw female and male being separated from each other. Then I saw the male being executed in cold blood, showing them to the to the cold water of the ocean. And I saw the grasping for their life, drowning with all their belonging. It was terrible. I think the female were spared. I don't know for sure, but I I seen them in the water. The Lord is sending a warning, alert. Don't put your your full trust on ship that are coming to hell for some of them are coming with a very and dark intention. Brother, I will take this dream to the Lord, confirmation of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. So here it is, brothers and sisters. The reason uh the reason I'm reading this is because um thank you, Lord. The reason I'm reading this is because of all the dream, hallelujah, that uh, the the that the Lord is giving his people and more and more and more. So as people keep sending them in, I'm going to keep reading them, brothers and sisters, because uh, I start reading them, and I, 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 the presence of the Lord comes on me right away. Thank you, Lord. And I tell you, uh, these are these are word of the Lord, revelation of the Lord that cannot be put away. Shalom there, Hasmama. And they cannot be put off. Amen. Sometimes I like to uh, say it, say it in my own word. But it's better for me just to read them, brothers and sisters, because they're, they're powerful words. And they're warning to the nation, to the world, warning the people need to hear. Uh, uh, judgment is coming. The tribulation is at hand. It's closer than ever. There's no going back, brothers and sisters. We're only going forward. We are not going back at all. So the word of the Lord to us, amen, just as a reminder, we want to always be reminded of what the Lord has said in his word in regard to what is coming. Thank you, Lord, because we need to be reminded, especially uh, uh, when the days approach us as the Lord. We need to be in the word, hallelujah, reminding ourselves, hallelujah, of the judgment to come, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord, hallelujah. Now, uh uh, Luke seventeen twenty said, When he was demanded of the Pharisee, when the kingdom of God shall come, this is the question the Pharisee had. He answered them and said, The kingdom of God coming now with observation. Amen. So at this time, the kingdom is not coming with observation. Like, uh, observation is something that you're looking at. Amen. Neither shall men say, Lord, here. 
Lord, here or Lord, there. Here it is or, or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. What God is doing in our life, it, do, he, it is happening in the inside, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, I tell you something. It's going to happen, brothers and sisters. That's why now the bottle, the spirit of bottle is intensifying. The enemy uh, is sending his army out with more uh, uh, eagerly to destroy, with more desire to destroy. But greater is he that is in us. So now we have to fight more. We have to be, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Verse 22. And then he said unto his disciples, that The days will come when you should decide to see one of the day of the Son of Man, and you should not see it, talking to them. Hallelujah. They should decide to see one of the day of Jesus, of the Son of God, and they will not see it. Hallelujah. And then they shall say to you, Behold there, and behold there, but go no hither, neither follow him. For as the lightning that lighted out of the part of the heaven, under the heaven, shine unto the other part of the heaven, so shall the Son of Man be in his day. You see that the Lord, uh, the rapture is not what people think. The rapture to God is a special day. So is the second coming. The rapture happens in the cloud, uh, like a thief in the line. No one see the thief. No one see the Lord. We meet the Lord in the cloud, but it's a, it's a special gathering, brothers and sisters. It's a special gathering. That's what the rapture is. It's very important to God. It's very important to Jesus. Very important to the Holy Spirit. So it has to be very important to us, brothers and sisters. I said it's important to the Lord. Verse 25. But first must be he suffer many things and be reproved of, his, of this generation. Thank you, Lord. So when he said of himself, remember that, that the sheep is not, the servant is not greater than the master. So when he talk about suffering of himself, that also means that we're going to suffer before we go home in the rapture. There's no easy way out of this, brothers and sisters. There's no easy way out of it. We're going to suffer. And many people wonder, why would the, the righteous suffer? Why do we have to go through these things? Amen. Heaven is such a great, valuable, and important place to be, or, wants, or that you, we want to go. It is that special place of God. Amen. And we have to be approved, reproved and approved by God. Hallelujah. And it says, that but first must he suffer many things. And be reproof of this generation. Amen. So it's a, it's a constant test the Lord went through in his walk with God. And as an example to us, Jesus is an example. He is our teacher. His, not only what he says is a teaching, but what he did, what he went through is also our teaching. Thank you, Lord. Help our, our walk today. Verse 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of of the son of man. What happened in the days of Noah? Well, before Noah went into the ark, he was a preacher of righteous, righteousness. He preached. He told them about God. He told them about the, the, the water that was coming. 
the destruction that was coming, the end of the world. He told them, but only A got saved. He was not a poor preacher. He was a great preacher. But it, it comes to the it comes to the moment. It comes to the time when we can say as much as we can say. Noah did not have less of the Holy Spirit than you and I have, brothers and sisters. He had. He was full of the Spirit, and he preached with power. He preached with anointing. And so did Jesus. Only had twelve disciples following him. Thank you, Lord. But it comes to the time where we warn and we warn and we warn and we pray and we pray and we pray. And it comes the moment when God says, enough, 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 enough. And that's where we're heading to. We're heading there now. We're heading to that same moment when God says to Noah, get your family and yourself into the ark because I'm going to bring my judgment. And Noah had nothing but to say, okay, Lord, amen, Lord. And he went in with his family after he brought in the animal. And there was nothing else Noah can do. And the bride is going to get to that day, to that timing, where there's nothing else we can do. That's why we work while there's still light, while there's still day. That's why we're working, brothers and sisters, because it's going to come the moment, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, it's going to come the moment where we cannot work anymore. It's going to be it. Thank you, Lord. Brother Calvin, Brother Aaron, welcome to the Lord's Tower. Thank you, Yes, Jesus. thank you so much. Thank you so much, Brother Alvy. Thank Amen. you so much. Yes, I'm I'm here with um, with Stephanie. Yeah. Brother, Brother Calvin, you, you gave a lot of good warning, the uh, of revelation the Lord has given you. You spoke about uh, close judgment to come. And when you come on and share what the Lord has been revealing to you about the soon judgment to come and all that, please. Oh, yes, Brother Alvi. Thank you so much. God bless you. Um, yes, the Lord has been revealing to me. He's been letting me know that right now in this time, it's like he has shown me that there is no going back anymore. That time is time is up and this is it. He's been revealing to me clearly that it's like people are not, I mean, a lot of people are not repenting because, you know, it says in his word that, you know, if people will repent and pray and, you know, change from their wicked ways, then, you know, God will, you know, he's going to delay. Sometimes he delays the judgment. Sometimes he will change his mind. And, you know, if there are evil things that God is about to bring on the land, God would, you know, would stop it. He would not, you know, he would not let it happen anymore. But the Lord has been showing me that this nation has been very stubborn. He's been showing that the world, darkness and sin has been increasing so much. And people have not been listening to the warnings. God has been crying out. He's been speaking to so many people. He's been letting so many people understand that the judgment that is coming is so great. And if they don't repent and if they don't become holy, you will have no choice but to destroy because God's spirit is holy, and it is against sin. It is against evil. And what the Lord has been revealing to me now, that it's it's like the sin is increasing. People are moving forward in evil. There's just some people that are just very, very stubborn, and people are rejecting God's word. There's more evil increasing. So many people 
are just disobeying the word of God. So many people refuse to listen. So much evil is increasing, and he's confirmed to me that the judgment will happen no matter what is going to happen. And he's been revealing to me that, you know, he said it in his word. He said it in the Bible, in the book of Revelation. And, you know, God is not a liar. Every single thing that comes out of God's mouth, it will come to pass especially the word that he's written in the Bible, it will all come to pass. So he's shown me that no matter what people do, no matter what happens, the word that has come out of his mouth be fulfilled. And the judgment, as he has spoken, he spoke these things through so many prophets, through John, through when you read the Bible, so many prophets spoke about the judgments. And the Lord has confirmed and revealed to me that right now where we've reached, there is no going back. It's coming, it's coming, and nothing is going to change God's mind because he has said it, and he's revealed to me that every word that comes out of his mouth will not return void. Every single thing that the Lord has spoken will come to pass. And he's been revealing that so many people have been so stubborn. So many people are still not repenting. So many people are not listening. And he shows me, I feel his anger. I feel sometimes I feel his wrath when I pray. Sometimes when I wake up, I can just feel the sadness of the Lord, and, and, and I can just feel the sadness, and it just shows me that it hurts him, you know, the Lord doesn't want anyone to be punished, he doesn't want anyone to be hurt, he doesn't want to bring judgment, but he's a holy God, and if people refuse, if people will disobey him, if people refuse to obey his laws, then he has no other choice but to bring judgment, and it's shown me that we are moving forward into the judgment, the judgment is coming no matter what, so people shouldn't really pray for the judgment not to come, because, I mean, you could pray you know, just pray that God's will be done because the Lord has shown me that in the Bible he has spoken that the judgments will come. And, you know, the judgment that he's spoken of will come. The tribulation will happen. So what he wants people to be praying for is that, you know, everything that happens, it, it brings glory to God. Everything that happens, God will use it to save people because God is doing all this because of his love. You know, some people don't want the judgment to come, but right now the Lord has shown me that, the judgments won't come no matter what because I know some people, you know, a lot of people, I mean, we're all not happy when you see the world getting destroyed. We're all not happy when you see people dying. But the Lord has confirmed to me that it will happen. It's like no matter what happens, no matter how many times people will cry and say, Lord, don't bring judgment. Don't do this. Don't do this. The judgment the Lord has confirmed to me will come no matter what. So what the Lord wants every single person to do in this day, what the Lord wants all of his children to do is just to be ready to leave the world. Because the Lord has shown me that um, just like in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah, what he did was some people, you know, have are very stubborn and, you know, they have you know, their their own will, and they want to do what they want. They don't want to listen to the Lord. They will not obey what God wants. And there are some people that are willing to obey, you know, like Lot and his family. So the Lord did show me that those that will obey, the judgment is coming no matter what. But for those that will listen to him, he will rapture them and he will bring them out. He will keep them safe. He will let his angels take charge over them. His hand will be over them. And although the judgment is coming, although the darkness is going to be everywhere, just like the time of Moses in Egypt, when, you know, the spirit of, you know, the plague was released, the death, the spirit of death was released, and God had protected his people. His hand was over his people. The Lord is just showing that his hand will be upon his people, but the judgments will come no matter what. So everyone just get ready and also to get Get your family members ready if there's any way you can. Pray and fast. 
you know, for your brothers and sisters. Right now, he's even, he's even showing me revealing, even through some of my other brothers and sisters, that even fast sometimes for people that you don't even know. If the Lord shows you that this person is of God and this person is struggling, then even fast for them because this judgment that is coming, it is so strong and it's so great. It is so immense. It is, it is, it is so huge and it is so awful. Sometimes the Lord lets me feel it. It's like, it's, it's so horrible. Sometimes I, I, I can't even eat. That's how horrible the judgment is. It's such an awful thing. It's sometimes just when I just see it in dreams or or even in and, and even in visions, it's so powerful and it's so great. And it is coming. The judgment the Lord is showing me that we're moving forward into it. It is coming because some people are being disobedient. So many people are rejecting the word of the Lord. And the judgment will come. It will come. And it's going to come. And it's going to. so many people are going to be surprised. So the Lord wants just everyone to just stay in repentance. Because the judgments will be happening. They are coming now. Like the Lord has been confirming to me that they are coming. And, you know, no one knows to do at the hour. Only the Lord knows. So it's best to just stay ready. Because you have nothing to lose when you surrender everything to the Lord. Because for those that don't want to be judged by the Lord and are, you know, obeying Jesus Christ and are living a holy life, the hand of God's protection will cover them. The hand, the hand of God's protection, God will send his angels into every one, of, every one of your homes, those that are true to the Lord. God will keep all of them safe. But for those that are being rejecting God's word and being stubborn, a huge judgment, a great judgment is coming. And the judgment is going to be in so many different forms. There's going to be volcanoes. There's going to be in so many different forms. Some people are just going to be surprised at the kind of judgment that will be coming into their place. And when it happens, you're going to be stuck wherever you are. When it begins to start, if you're living in New York, you're going to be stuck in New York with the things that are about to happen. If you're living in Florida, wherever you're living, you're going to be stuck there. That is why if you need to go to the Lord and let the Lord show you, if you want you to move to a place, you move there now and you get ready. Because once it starts, you won't even have a minute to even move out of the place. Judgment is Amen. coming. So everyone, everyone be ready. Be ready and be ready Amen. in holiness and repentance. I want to also say this, brother, that uh, this Catholic woman from, from Miami, uh, she got a dream to move out of Miami to the north, and they own a house. They immediately put the house for self. They came up to the north looking for a place to move because the Lord spoke to her in a dream, move out of Miami. Destruction is coming. Now, she's Catholic. She's not Christian. Now, you hear, you see people... People, even religious people, uh, Catholic in different religion, they're obeying God through a dream. They're running out of there, out of Miami, because of the destruction that is coming. And a lot of Christians are hesitating. And we were wondering, why are Christians hesitating when other people can simply hear the voice of God and run? Run to the, run to the mountain, run out of Miami, okay, or run out of New Jersey, or run out of New York, you know, this brother from, from New York, I remember uh, he, I brought him here on the Lord's Tower. He said uh, 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 that the Lord showed him that, that the tsunami is going to hit his, his house in, in New York, where he is, and he immediately planning to get out of there. He's get, getting ready to get out of here, praying, Lord, okay, I need to get out of here. The Lord showed him, if you stay there, that place is going to be destroyed. It's going to be underwater. So a lot of people are hard to obey, hard for obedience. We need to be sensitive, brothers and sisters. We need to be sensitive to the Lord, sensitive to the Spirit. 
And if he's telling you and I to get out, we need to get out. If he's telling you to move, you move. You don't put it off. You you pray. You got the Lord talking to you. This is not a man talking to you like me or someone else. The Lord talking to you directly through a dream or a vision. You know the Lord is the Lord. So you move. Like people in California. People in California may get a dream, vision from the Lord. The Lord is speaking to them. Move out. Move, move out of San Francisco. You're close to San Francisco. Move out. The Lord himself was telling them to move out. Now, you got people going around asking for confirmation. This and that. But the Lord is speaking to you. You obey the Lord and you move. Brothers and sisters, it's very important that we are, we are more obedient than willing to do sacrifice. You may ask people, let's do a day of fasting. They say, okay. But when it has to do with obedience, it's something that people don't, don't make the decision right away. It's something they hesitate immediately. But the time, time is so short, brothers and sisters. Now is the time the Lord has spoken to me about doing Monday fasting without food and without water. We've been doing fasting without food, but with liquid. Now, the Lord told me to start doing it without Mondays out of three-day fasting. Brothers and sisters, I someone loves the communication there. Uh, Monday, I hope everyone else can hear me. And if you if you can hear me, give me a one, please. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Sister Marietta said that she had no audio. Thank you, Lord. But the rest of the people, I believe they can hear me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, brother. Thank you, Lord. So, thank you. So, I tell you this, brothers and sisters, the three-day fasting that we're doing every week till the rapture, till the rapture, okay, it's a corporate fasting. The the body of Christ together, people in Africa and everywhere in the world, we're doing this fasting, three-day fasting, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now Monday is without water, without liquid. The, the, the other two days, you can do it with liquid, but the first day of the week, we're going to be doing the fasting without any liquid. We've been doing it without any food. Now Monday without any liquid, praise you, Lord. So I hope I hope people receive this. I tell the Lord I will say this. This is important. We start doing this fasting. It is hard to fast without liquid, but at least one day a week, brothers and sisters, uh, it's not really going to hurt you. Even though you take medication, there are people that take medication that say, brother Elvi, it, it is it, it is almost impossible for me. They say. Well, you're, remember, you're doing this for the Lord, and the Lord is going to help you. It's going to bless you. And in, in the moment people join us in the fasting, they feel the anointing, the presence of God come, us up, come up on their life. You tell us you're fasting, we'll we'll pray for you. Where are you to the list, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Okay, but we'll pray for you, and we'll ask the Lord to give you the strength to fast. It's not easy. But we, have, we, must, we must do We must submit this flesh, brothers and sisters. We are being attacked more than ever, and I'm glad that, that the Lord is showing God's people that we're being attacked. We need, to, we need to be in prayer and consecration, rebuking the enemy. The enemy don't like it when we are, hallelujah, the enemy don't like it when we are rebuking him or, or, or preaching him the message of the Lord. He don't like that, brothers and sisters, when we are always preaching the word of the Lord because souls are being saved. And I was thinking about that. The more souls are being saved lately, more people are coming out of sin. So the, the enemy is not happy with this. He's not happy that people are being delivered, people are being set free, people are being saved. He's not happy with this. 
So of course he's going to come against us with everything he got. But brothers and sisters, we are a body and the Lord. We need to learn to pray for one another. I pray for you. You pray for me. Let's all pray for one another, brothers and sisters. You know, a lot of people think, well, you're the, you're the pastor. You don't need no prayer. We all need prayer. We all need each other. Thank you, Lord. The fasting is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hallelujah. To 4, four o'clock in the afternoon. If the Lord leads you to do it more, do more and don't worry about it. Don't, don't think because we're doing that until 4. No, if the Lord leads you to do it more, because I remember someone wrote and said, uh, the Lord's leading me to do it until 6 o'clock. But okay, that's fine. This, we're not under the law anymore. No, we're under grace. You're being led to 6 o'clock. Pray God for that. Or 8 o'clock or 10 o'clock. However the Lord is leading you. But 4 o'clock is where we're doing it. Amen. And we're, pr- we're going to pray for one another. We are. I'm praying for everyone. I, I, everyone that is in my prayer list, I'm praying for them. Please, let's pray for for each other, brothers and sisters. You're going to be blessed. Brother Calvin, you got Brother Aaron there. Stephanie, who else do you have there with you? Um, uh, yeah, right now it's it's me and Sister Stephanie that are here. If Stephanie wants to come on? Yeah, Sister Stephanie wants to come on. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Amen. Sister Stephanie, Hello. what is the Lord showing you? Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello, brother. God bless you. Um, yes, thank you, wonderful, glorious, holy spirit. Um, the Lord has been showing me in many dreams. He's been speaking to me um, in my dreams and showing me how um, disaster is coming um, and um, how it's approaching, like, so quick. And um, the Lord has been showing me in a lot of dreams about um, water, uh, a lot of flooding. Um, He's been showing me that um, in one dream that I had that um, everything was, like, flooded. I seen, like, a street, and it was just engulfed in, like, water. Um, and the Lord was letting me feel like the way it was going to feel. Like I was like, uh, I was like floating. I seen like all this water everywhere. Just like, it was like just a street all engulfed with water. And I was on like this little, um, like thing I was holding on to and I was like floating into the water and the Lord was like showing me. And I was just like looking all around and just everything was just like, engulfed with water and um yes so the lord's been like showing me um how he's ready to come like a flood and cleanse this land of all its abominations um and he keeps showing me too in dreams um about um like he's gonna come and and um and i'm um, just like yeah cleanse this land and um, in another dream, he showed me, um, I was, um, coming like out of a hotel. Like I seemed like I was in, like I teleported to this hotel and, um, and the Lord was like, he was like showing me, um, it was like around Christmas time. Cause I could see like all decorations like everywhere. And, um, I seen this woman like coming into like the hotel and I felt like, too, in my spirit that I was in California. That's what I was feeling that I teleported to. 
and I could just feel it like really strong in my, my spirit. And, um, and all of a sudden, like the Lord told me to watch, you know, very closely and just observe. And so I was watching and as this woman came into the hotel, um, she was like, um, just like walking around and like doing something. And then all of a sudden she like came out of the hotel and got into her, her car. I could see her getting into a car and it was, um, a convertible car. And, um, all of a sudden I seen all fire coming down from, um, heaven, just like all this fire just coming and just started to burn like everything up in this woman in, in the, and I seen this woman getting like engulfed in this fire in her car and it was so ter- it was so horrific and i was like oh my goodness and then i could just see like this town was just being like all fire was coming down and and the whole town started it just started burning and um and i was feeling it my spirit was california and um yeah and it was just so awful and and like my my spirit was like so upset like I could feel because I knew like judgment is coming the Lord is coming to cleanse this land of all of its abominations um, and he just yeah, and he keeps showing me in my dreams about like the water the floods that are coming and how he, he's bringing in his fire and he's ready to rain down fire and burn up all this evil um, and the Lord showed me too in another dream um, I seen this mansion um, in my dream, and I seen all the water coming up over this mansion, and this mansion was being just engulfed in all this water, and I could see like the water gushing up from the um from the earth. I could see it started opening up the earth, and then all this water just started gushing up. And then it started to go over this mansion, and then this mansion was just engulfed, like, with all water. It just, like, went right over the mansion, and, like, this mansion was big. It was, like, a huge, you know, mansion. And you know how they go up, like, really high? Well, the water just started just rising over this mansion that went so high. And, um, yeah, and the Lord, he's been just showing me how he's ready um, you know, judgment is coming. Um, it, it's about to happen um, for all the abominations. And, um, and um, yeah, it's just, it's, I just hope everybody gets their hearts right. I hope everybody gets right um, and gets right with the Lord and gets their hearts right um, and starts repenting and turning away from their sins. And just really get right with the Lord and just cry out to the Lord and just, yeah, because it's like, it's, it's, everything is about to come. Like, this is it. It's the final countdown. And, um, yeah, and the Lord's been showing me, like, so much in my dreams and just speaking to me. And, um, yeah, and it's, it's just, I just hope everybody gets right before it's too late. And, um. Yeah, and, if, and and everybody should um, to keep seeking. They have to seek the Lord and ask 
the Lord, too, if they should get out of the places where they are right now. Um, I mean, I know the Lord is going to protect his children, um, and I know we're under the shadow of the Almighty's wings. Um, but, like, if there is, like, a um, a certain place, like, that the Lord does want, you know, people to run from, then, yeah, just seek the Lord. Um, ask the Lord, you know, if the place that you are, are like, if it's safe and if the Lord wants you to stay or go. Um, because, yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be, like, so terrible what's coming upon this earth. Um, and, um, and the Lord showed me that um, New York um, – that the the tower in New York, that really big tower, um, the Freedom Tower, um, the real big one in New York, um, he showed me in a dream that it was going to be halfway underwater. I seen it, like half of it was like underwater. Um, so I know that, like, yeah, the Lord was showing me that He is coming to cleanse this land and. The um, water is going to go high as buildings. Um, yeah, it's the the water is going to be so high. Um, yeah, the Lord was showing me, and um, yeah, it's just going to be like so terrible what's about to happen. And um, I just hope everybody just gets right and keeps seeking the Lord and repenting and turning away. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, sister. Thank you. Hey, is brother is brother is brother Aaron there? Um, no, brother Aaron is not here right now. Okay. Oh, brother Calvin can come back and share. Praise the Lord! What the Lord has been showing him. I know that. I I seen video on YouTube of uh, what the Lord has been showing him, and it's all really so close to to things with that yeah. happening. Yeah, so close. Thank you. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We must be ready now more than ever before things are start coming down because they're going to come down so strong soon. Praise you, Lord. Uh, before they start coming down, when they start coming down, people are going to pray that uh, that the Lord stop them, and that's what's coming. There will be people praying, Lord, stop this judgment. They're coming down too strong, but the warnings are being given through God's prophet, through his word, to what Jesus says in, in Luke seventeen twenty six, And then he says, I look... 1727, they ate, they drank, they married wives, they gave them marriage unto the day. Noah went into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them. And this was one of, one of the arguments that I made with people uh, back then, that, that the Bible says he's going to destroy them all. So when he says, all, oh, all, oh, everyone near the coast, it's, it's going to be gone when this money comes. And God is warning uh Prophet Ephraim put out put out a video today when he's talking about uh that Father God and, and, and the Lord and, and, and the Father are coming to cleanse this earth very soon. And that's why this meteor that is coming to to hit the earth soon, which is gonna hit also near Puerto Rico and create this tsunami that is gonna wipe out Florida 
uh, and all the all the coast, the north coast of the United States, is going to be wiped out by this meteor. And and he 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 was he made up that he he put up that video to, uh, today where he's talking about that visitation of the Father that is going to come, the word is going to be fulfilled. But he also talking about the letter he sends to NASA, to 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 because they NASA know what's going on. NASA can they can see the meteor going around, and what meteor is going to hit the Earth soon? But they keep they keep hiding it. Okay, they keep hiding their stuff. Okay, they keep hiding their stuff, and they and so uh, he told them about it. He says you you're hiding this stuff. And I know you are, because God told me, and you need to come out and tell the people, but they're not going to do that. Brother Aaron, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Brother Aaron, ready, Brother Kevin? Brother Helvey? Amen. Shalom, brother. Hello? Yes. Shalom, brother. How are you? God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. Will you share with us what the Lord has been showing you about the the coming judgment? That it, how how close it is? Any idea? Yes, Father God has been showing me that the tsunamis and the mega earthquakes and the comets and asteroids are ready to hit any time, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's if something's going to happen sometime this year, like. He's been really putting it on my heart to, to 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 warn his people, and we got to get ready now. Like it's like urgent. We have to get ready spiritually, physically, mentally, store up food, because this is he's been showing me it's so urgent. And after they pass that that law of the homosexuality, he is so furious, and how America's going against Israel and. What Obama is doing, he is so furious, and he's been putting on my heart. He's been telling me that he wants his children to go into a lot of fasting. He actually he, he called for a fast, a 21-day fast starting July, and he wants his children to keep fasting and praying, stocking up because these judgments are ready to come anytime, anytime. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. They are. You, they are. They are. They are close to come, and that's why we're, we're sharing tonight. We're, we're we're bringing the word of the Lord tonight because the people uh, keep having dream from the Lord that this this thing is close, the judgment is close, and and that we need to be ready. The Lord is warning His people to be ready for the destruction is close. Another warning is how close the tribulation is. It's very close. Now some people are seeing it, and they're like, oh, wow, Brother Elvie. Man, it's so close. So uh, we're, we're practically giving the last message before the return of the Lord, before the rapture happens, before the tribulation begins. We're just being obedient and giving out the last message. We have to blow the trumpet now more than ever, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. And another Thank thing, brother, is is what God's been telling me is to keep Israel, keep Jerusalem in your in all of our prayers. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It's so urgent because I don't know if, if something's going to happen, but 
I've been feeling he's been showing me that the war in the Middle East is is gonna really like it's like a ticking time bomb. It's, it's gonna start any time now, and it's gonna lead to the World War Three. And he's also been showing me that been having a, he's been giving me a lot of dreams about wars coming. And Amen. he also showed me a dream about this was a I don't know how many months ago what was this, but he showed me a dream and it was it was that Israel, the IDF, and they were in their aircrafts and I seen them and they were they were bombing and I think it was the Iran. They were bombing somewhere in the Middle East. I didn't know who it was, but I seen clearly it was one of their fighting jets, and I knew it was Israel. And they were they were sent. I seen missiles coming from their planes, and they bombed a place in in um in the Middle East. I would think it would be maybe Iran because they're still doing that nuclear and. But I, I wasn't. I'm not for sure. But I know that the dream was they were bombing a place in the Middle East, and I think that's also coming any time now. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens this these few months. Amen. It's so close. It's so close. They are pushing the, the two-state solution, and everything is so close to happen. It's all going to happen any day, for sure. Father God will will shield his children. He'll hide us under his wings. He wants us to stay very close to him, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, repenting, seeking holiness, staying away from the world, staying away from our, any carnal things. He don't want no spot or wrinkle on any of his children because Jesus is coming anytime. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Go ahead, Brother Kevin. Thank you, Brother Aaron. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, um, Brother Alvi. Thank you so much, Brother Aaron. God bless you all. Yes, I remember um, the Holy Spirit just reminded me. He brought back a dream he gave me last month. And it was about the coming judgment. And what he was showing me was that the judgment that are coming on TV, because he was showing me the, um, that they're coming all over the world in different parts of the world in different countries. And he showed me that for some countries, you know, he's going to bring judgments to them that they won't be able to do anything about. He's showing me that he knows where certain countries are and he knows what they could do and what they cannot. And he was showing me that he's going to bring judgments to those places that they won't even have the machines or the technology or even the devices to even help themselves or even to protect themselves. And this dream I saw um, from a distance, it was like I was going to this place, and from a distance I saw hail. I saw these huge, 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 huge stones of ice. They were so huge. One of them looked like the size of like a car or something from what I remember. They were the biggest there were the biggest ice blocks or ice stones I had ever seen. And there were thousands of them all in the sky. And the sky started to change color. The color of the sky and the clouds were changing. And, and, and the colors in the clouds were like colors that 
I mean, no one had seen before these colors. And it was like the sky and the clouds were changing and they were transforming. Like something supernatural was happening, was what's happening out in the clouds. And then all of a sudden, within, w- without warning, within, within a minute or within a second, it all just started. These huge, huge blocks and stones of ice were tumbling down and they were crushing down and they were falling they were coming down in the hundreds and the thousands and the way it was there was no way anyone could have survived they were coming down and there are thousands and in their hundreds these huge stones and blocks of ice and they were crushing they were crushing and they were they, 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 they were breaking cars they were breaking buildings the stones were the the, the the stones of ice and the blocks of ice were so huge and they were coming down so instantly, so within seconds, they were just pouring down, and they were coming down, and they covered such a huge area, and so many people lost their lives. So many people did not survive, because there's no way you can, you, you can hide against these things, because they're so heavy that even cars, even cars could not even hide from them. They're so huge that they were breaking and cracking buildings, and so many people were dying. And they would, I saw they would fall, and then they would crack open, and it was like a little explosion, and it would explode everywhere. And they were so huge, and they were coming down and pouring down and pouring down. And the people that were there, so many of them did not survive. But for me, when, when the Lord teleported me to that place, I saw that it was coming, and the Lord warned me. So I went into a place, and the Lord kept me safe. It didn't, it didn't reach where I was. But for those people... It caught them off guard without warning. Within seconds, the clouds just changed, and then it just starts to pour. Without warning, so instantly and so quickly, I saw hail, and I saw these huge stones from the heavens just pouring down and breaking and crashing. They could crash cars. They were crashing people. and You, you, you can't hide under these things. They were breaking trees. They could break and destroy anything. They, they could, when, they, when they hit the ground, they could dent the ground, and it could even make holes appear in the ground. And it was so serious. And in a dream, there was such a terror and a fear over me. And I knew that it was so serious and that God's judgment had started. And there was no place to hide. There was no place to hide. Because even if you hide in a car, they were so heavy that they would crush and smash your car. If you're hiding in a building, they could break a building down and the building will collapse on you. That was how serious it was. And it was terrifying. And there was no place to hide. The only place where you could hide was in the Lord. And the Lord was showing me that judgments are coming from everywhere, from the sea, from the land, from the earth, from, from every corner, from everywhere. Judgment is coming. There's terror. God is destroying every single corner and every single part of this world because of its sin, and he's going to make a new world. And there's no place anyone can hide. But the things that are coming, you cannot hide. You cannot hide. You can't hide at all. Because if you're hiding in a house, with what comes from the sky your house will break down and will be will collapse and will fall to the ground. And the Lord is showing me that it's very, very, very serious. And it's it's also without warning, within seconds. You can't you can't even plan. You couldn't even prepare. If you were not saved, then that was it. Because it just felt like the clouds changed within a few minutes. It just started to fall. And they were so huge. They're like size of they're like the size of a car. That's how big they were. And I don't know if that but that's what I saw in my dream. That's how big they were. The stones, the the ice blocks from from the skies were so huge, bigger than I had ever seen, and and I, I'm not sure why they were so big. But then I saw that they were so big, 
and they were just breaking things, and there was no way it could have survived in that. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And by the way, today is not Thursday. It's Monday. Uh, you can you can listen to the brothers and sisters on, on Thursday night, and don't miss uh, uh, the Lord Tower on Thursday. They, they've been so anointing. So anointed, it's been so awesome, brothers and sisters, all these prophecy, uh, Brother Calvin, Aaron, and, and Stephanie, and, and, and the rest of the group comes on Thursday, and they share what the Lord is showing them through vision, through dreams, brothers and sisters, and they've been such a blessing. Don't miss them on Thursday night. Thank you, Lord. I tell you, these revelations are coming from the Lord. The Lord is warning his people the time Time is short. Time is time is fulfilled. Soon he's gonna get his people out of here. He's just going to get us out of here. He spoke to me about things happening quickly, and they are happening quickly, brothers and sisters. We're seeing the things happening quickly. We see the UN ready to. to according to what I heard, the Pope had told the Palestinian Abbas, the leader that they are pledging for the Palestinian state. They are uh, giving them East Jerusalem. The Pope is giving the Palestinian East Jerusalem. It is not official through the UN yet. But once the Pope do such a move, then it, it had never, uh, never had the UN had gotten in disagreement with, the, with Rome, with the Pope. So that means that the UN leaders, which agree with the Pope most of, most of everything, they are definitely going to give them East Jerusalem very soon. The two-state solution is on the table, according to John Kerry and Obama, and is ready to be signed this year, not next year, uh-uh. not next year, no later this year than September. They have announced that, that the peace treaty will be signed, the two-state solution will be signed. It's on the table. Uh, the U.N., they have been told to uh, rush on this thing and get it approved, and they're moving. Uh, uh, Ger Germany and France are, are, are part of the leader when the United States to get the, the, the two-state solution signed as soon as possible. So we know that sudden destruction is at the door. It's going to happen. A lot of people believe it will happen right after it's signed, a lot of people believe it's going to happen before it's signed. Well, it's all in God's hand. And so it's, the judgment will happen when God decides it will happen. If it's before September, it will happen. We know, uh, someone asked me, Elvie, in the revelation of the judgment, what, what do you see in your spirit? When do you think it's going on? I saw that it was going on still in summertime. Not in full summer, but it was toward the end of the summer, I will say. In my revelation, so it could have been July, August, who knows? And that's what a lot of people have seen it, brothers and sisters. To the end of the summer, people have seen the destruction. Brother Calvin, I don't know, what, when do you think you saw the destruction? Was it July, somewhere there? Yes, brother. And when I saw the destruction, it looked like it was around, but I didn't see, I didn't see snow. It looked like it was around, you know, summer, autumn, from the dreams that the Lord's been reminding me when it, that I've been getting, I look like it was around, I look like it was around summer, autumn. So 
um, if I should guess, it looked like it was within the time frame that of of between summer and autumn. But I'm not really sure the exact the month, you know. But from my dreams, I've been seeing the Lord has been showing me, shows me things that happen. Like I had a dream of an earthquake, and when the earthquake was happening, if I should describe the time that it was in. It looked like the earthquake I saw was before the winter because there was no snow, and it looked like it was between summer and autumn. So let's say any time from now before winter. So let's say between now and um, maybe even even July, August, September, any time then because mm-hmm. it looked like there was no snow. I remember that dream so clearly because I could see that I could see the sky and I could see the sun out and it looked I didn't see any snow so it reminded me of but it felt like it was between summer and you know fall that's what I was that's what the Lord showed me and and the dreams he's been giving me so far unless you know he decides to do something else but so far the dreams that the Lord gave me I saw that things had changed and things had become so serious and I saw the weather was, I remember the weather was around summer, autumn, just around that time. And I could just see how things had just changed. I saw the great earthquake and it was shaking so much and everyone was scared. Everyone was terrified that I saw little kids, young children, young, 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 young children. And they're all running around screaming. So, so afraid and so terrified and they didn't know where to go because you can't hide anywhere because if you're hiding in the house, then the house is going to fall. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of these children, like their parents haven't been, you know, using them properly and their, their parents have just, you know, let them go. So, so they don't know the Lord and they didn't know what to do, these children. And I saw that in my dream. It was, it was so, it was so horrible. It was really saddening. But what I remember that in that dream, although everyone was afraid, I was not afraid. And in fact, it's like the Spirit of God just came over me, and I was just running around in the middle of an earthquake. I saw the ground was shaking, but I was still able to run and walk. That was so strange. And I was I was telling people to repent because I knew that in the earthquake, so many people were going to die. I knew that once the earthquake had finished, so many people were not going to be alive anymore. And I felt the fear that so many people were losing their lives because the whole ground was shaking. The earth was shaking. And I, I, I felt the, the terror of God and everywhere was shaking. And people were so scared and some people were so confused. They didn't even know what to do. And, and I knew that they were not all saved. They were not all saved. I could, I could tell. So I was warning them. I was like, repent, repent, even in the middle of the earthquake. But they couldn't even focus because they were so scared and their mind was like all over the place. They were just thinking of a, of a way they could escape the earthquake. They were so terrified. And I remember that in that dream, it looked like summer, autumn. It, I didn't see snow, so it, not, it was not winter. That's what I could say from the dream that I had. It was, there was no snow, so I didn't see winter. I didn't see um, winter. So it's any time from what I've seen, it's be- it's before I started seeing snow. So although the Lord's showing me the judgments, but with what I've seen in my dreams, it happened when there was no snow. So it could happen any time before it starts to fall, before snow starts to fall. Amen. Amen. That's it. Um, it. It can go all the way to November. Sometimes it doesn't know. It doesn't snow all the way to November. But September is like a key month to all these brothers and sisters. I don't know why. I do hear a lot of people talking about September. And so uh, it might be that by September we're already into the judgment, brothers and sisters. But the the fact of the matter here is that we want to be ready. 
We want to be in repentance. We want to have our emergency supply. I, I've been getting ready with, with some solar panel that I put up, up on top of my house, brothers and sisters. I bought a backup battery uh, because of the power outages. One of the things I saw in the revelation of the Lord was that power outages uh, is going to be uh, it's going to be a serious matter because we we have kids and if we don't we don't if we don't keep their milk cold it's going to go bad quickly. Food is going to go back quickly, so I'm trying little by little to have enough battery, enough solar panel, okay, and and I'm telling you, uh, uh, it, it, we just got to be ready. We have, we got to have these emergency supplies because we are going to need it. We know that, that uh, this is a hard time for the nation, for the country, for everyone, but uh, little by little, brothers and sisters, we just got to do it little by little and pray, believe, and claim, proclaim, and declare the promises of the Lord now more than ever because we need to be ready. Our, our family needs to be ready. We need to take care of our family. We need to provide to our family. Uh, uh, things, uh, things are going to get really bad very soon. We might have a month. We might have less. Brothers and sisters, uh, for how long are we going to be in this mess that is coming? I don't know how many months, how many weeks. Some people think we won't be into it for too long. Some people believe we won't be into it more than a month, more, more than two months, more than three months. You know, it, it could be that we go into the new year, 2016, okay, with the country as a mess. One thing the Lord has shown me, martial law will be implemented, international martial law. Once California destroyed, New Jersey destroyed, Washington destroyed, Maryland destroyed, Miami destroyed, New Jersey destroyed, all these states destroyed, Chicago destroyed. The orchestra for Chicago will not delay once California gets destroyed. Brothers and sisters, it is so much destruction. We're talking about... Chicago, one one of the biggest states, and in, in, uh, in Texas, one of the biggest states, uh, be, being in, in this kind of situation, New Jersey, New York, you know, part of Boston, downtown Boston, Connecticut, man, it's so many, so much state uh, on the east north that are going to get damaged, destroyed. Uh, they're going to be out of power. North Carolina, uh, the east coast of North Carolina will be destroyed too. Uh, uh, we won't have power in North Carolina. The Lord already showed this to me. But where, where I am in Asheville, North Carolina, it's going to be completely safe. The Lord will make sure we're safe here, brothers and sisters. And now that all these companies are going to solar, now it's much easier. I know I will have to help other family. The Lord, the Lord already spoke to me about this, helping other family. We have saved full su uh, supply. Uh, we're going to get family from other states, families around this state. The, 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 we, we're going to have to help. And so you women of God, you men of God, uh, pray for wisdom and all this, because the Lord will give you wisdom and will lead you to put away supply. Some people say, oh, when it, when it comes, I'll, I'll do what Jesus did, I'll multiply the fish. If you're not walking at that level of faith now, what makes you think you're going to be walking at that time at that level of faith?
we got to be honest. We got to be ready now. The Lord has spoken to us to put away full supply, emergency full supply. Now is the time. This is not something we're going to put off and say, well, you know, little by little, little by little, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. And he, he, is, he is faithful now to us. He will continue to be faithful to us. He will keep us in everything that is coming. But wisdom tells you that when you when you see uh, uh, when you see the, uh, the evil coming, the destruction coming, you hide. The the wise see see the see the destruction coming, and it hides. It's secure, high secure. It wise, it wise to hide. Thank you, Lord. So uh, if you see any special in a supermarket of can canned food that can last you a year. Stop buying it now. Sometimes you find them for twenty-five cents, fifty cents a can. You know, take five dollar and buy it up can, ten dollar. It's not going to break your pocket. Ten and five dollars in ten pocket, five or ten dollars. Not going to break your pocket. Uh, stop buying it now and just stop putting it away, either in your basement, under your bed, somewhere in your closet. Stop putting these things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, uh, stop putting away food, water. Water is one thing that also you want to put away. Dry mail, powder mail, you want to put away too. Things that 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 you may need right away. I, I'm putting a lot of. Uh, we have a lot of cans of beans. Uh, in um, Sam Clark, you get the 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 50 pound of rice for like twenty one dollar, twenty two dollar. Get that. Go to Sam Clark. Go to BJ's. And and if you cannot go to Walmart, go to go to different places uh, where you can get um, uh, a fifty pound of rice. Buy five of them, four of them. Depends how much how much people is in your house and stop putting it away. Uh, when you buy the rice, don't don't put it away in the back. Buy a container, a sealed container where you can put it in and it'll last you more than a year, brothers and sisters. Five pound. Yeah, it's a five-gallon bag, uh, bucket, and and just put it there. For for it will last you over a year. You got they got these in Home Depots. They have these uh, paint bucket, uh, five-gallon, and you know clean it well, dry it, make sure there's no no water in it, and and you know pour your 50 pound of rice there, and it'll last you more than a year. There's so many ways you can store up food for over a year. Brothers and sisters, and if you don't have this information, look it up. Google it. It's out there. Other people are doing it. Why? Because the Lord is speaking to them. And, and, and so the wise will hide. The wise, that's why wisdom, brothers and sisters, I don't know how I was meditating on this. How is it that people are separating wisdom from faith? When in the original translation, wisdom, faith, and love go hand in hand, brothers and sisters. But you got all these Christians separating wisdom and faith. And they either use faith, they either tell you about faith, and they separate faith from wisdom or love. How do you separate these things? How do you, how do you separate wisdom from faith or from love or from prophecy? Prophecy will end. Time will end. Lord will endure. Wisdom will endure. Hello, the fears of the Lord is wisdom, brothers and sisters. You can't you can't separate those things. So when I when I talk about when I talk about wisdom and faith, 
people tend to separate them and say, no, you can't miss them. What do you mean you can? In the original language, they were together hand to hand. You can't separate them because faith comes from God. So is wisdom. It's God is love. God is love. You can't, se- you can't separate these things. They all, they all come from God. Okay, so put away what you can little by little. Take every week or every so five to ten dollar. Look up the special in the supermarket. Go ahead and be wise. Okay, five wise virgin. Go ahead and be wise. Have faith and go ahead and be wise. Wise and and put and stop putting away. Okay, uh, emergency supply for your children. Think about your children. Think about your family, your home. What would happen if you're out of power? Can you store some battery? A deep cycle battery are good. Uh, they're cheaper now. You can you can find it cheaper. The, the price are coming down. Same thing, the price of solar is coming down. We couldn't afford solar years ago. Now it's becoming so cheap now, brothers and sisters. And if you want me to send you some American companies here, there's one in Michigan that are making solar cheap and good. A lot of people buy solar from China and any other country, Germany. Uh, I tell you, they're U.S. company making cheap solar because they are competing with other Chinese companies, all these companies, and it's good, excellent solar panel. They, they work most in all, in all season solar panel, and they're good. And I, I got them cheap online, okay, and if you – Send me an email and say, Brother Elby, send me the link. I'll send you the link of this company in Michigan uh, that that will send you the solar panel. You can go ahead, go on to the page. They have a page on on eBay. I'm not sure they have. The, I believe they also have their own page, website page. You can go and you can order them. And I tell you, they're cheap. They're very good quality, very good quality. I looked them up. They're compared to tier one quality. You got tier one, tier tier two, and tier two, which and tier three. I'm sorry, which are how they they qualify them. And and tier one being the most higher quality in this company, it's, it's around there. They got experience. They they may they may in America good quality, not Chinese or other country quality, and they're cheap uh, to put over your house and they produce they produce power. And I've been able to charge, I got 10 deep cycle battery, okay, where I can run it from an inverter and run my fridge for up to 27, 20, 27 hours straight. Run anything. I used use the battery when I had just the four and ran my, my washing machine uh, two times in, in a hole and a hell, and it was, I was impressed. Now it can go to six or seven times if I need to. You know, and that is being wise, having wisdom, faith and wisdom go hand together, hand to hand, brothers and sisters. Don't separate them. A lot of people like to do that. I don't know why. In the original, they go hand to hand with love. And so I tell you, be wise, prepare. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Some people say, well, I just walk by faith. But what about love? What about wisdom? You leave you leave wisdom behind. Let's say, well, I just go with I'll just go with faith and, and love. Okay, so where do you leave wisdom? Wisdom come from God. Wisdom come from God. Why would you separate those? Have all three of them all mess around all in your life and say, No, I just go by faith and love. 
now also go by wisdom. Thank you, Lord. Shalom, Sister Estrella. So please combine. God is one. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are one. I love it when Jesus showed me that he is the Holy Spirit. He is the Holy Spirit. And it was, it was so awesome. He changed. I, I was, uh, he allowed me to look at him, and then he changed into the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, and then, and then Paul says to, to the churches, for the Lord is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For the Lord is the Holy Spirit. But you got a lot of Christians separating them, and, I, and I'm, I'm asking myself, why? Why do they do that? Why do they separate them? Why do they say that they have faith? Why do they need wisdom for you got Christians saying that, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, why do they do that? Why do they say, well, I got faith. Why do I need wisdom? You need wisdom. Five wife virgin. Wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom. That is, that is so important today. We need to be wise as, as the bride of Christ. And, and wisdom will help you to the end to persevere. Wisdom will help you to make the right decision. You got people misspending without any wisdom. Hallelujah. Just me spending without any, any, any wisdom. God is wisdom. You pray to God for wisdom, he'll give you wisdom. Thank you, Lord. And then you, 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 you know how to make the right decision. Thank you, Lord. You well know with the wisdom of the Lord to make the right decision. Why? Because we need, we need to make the right decision, especially in this timing that we're in, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise to the Lord. So, before I'm just sending, someone is asking me a question. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Proverbs 8, Donna's wisdom cried in understanding utter her voice. She standing at the top of the high place by the word of the place of the path. Hallelujah. She cried out beside the gate before the city and the entry of the door. All that has a meaning. But I'm just going to go over it, over it lightly. Oh, man, I call unto you. I order my voice to the children of man. The children of man. That is you and I. We are the children of man. Thank you, Lord. All ye foolish men, understand wisdom. All ye, all fool, be wise in heart. Be wise in heart. Some people can be wise in knowledge, okay, but not wise in heart, brothers and sisters. Wise in heart. And the Lord wants us, hallelujah, to be wise in heart. Thank you, Lord. Because when it's from the heart, then comes honesty. It comes from the heart, it's honest. It's pure. Hallelujah. Verse 5, give ear, for I will speak excellent things. In the opening of my lips should teach you things that, that be right. Thank you, Lord. As we hear God and we pay attention to God, we will prepare. We will listen. We will receive because we're carefully listening. For my mouth should speak the truth and my lips are hurt, utter, the, uh, utter wickedness, are hurt wickedness. Aboard, okay, man. All the word of my mouth are righteous. There is no lawlessness for for wilderness in them. They are all plain to them that will understand and straight to them that will find knowledge. Knowledge you need to find. Thank you, Lord. Knowledge you need to find. Praise the Lord. Ask the Lord. He know he has all wisdom and all knowledge. 
Verse 10. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than fine gold. For wisdom is better than precious stone, and all the pleasure are not to be compared unto her. Wisdom, there's nothing else that can be compared unto wisdom, says the word of God. Amen. But it goes to hand to hand with faith, love. Thank you, Lord. So in this timing that we're in, we need to have wisdom. I wisdom dwell with prudence, and I find forth knowledge and counsel. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, as pride, arrogancy, the evil way, and the mouth that speaketh love thing, I do hate. Hallelujah. So God wants us to serve him and be right, brothers and sisters. Walk in wisdom. Remember, wisdom goes hand to hand. Thank you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, we will continue to uh, have more guests on the Lord Tower. Thank you, Lord. As the guests can continue to confirm, they will come on the Lord Tower. Amen. They, we, we will continue to have more guests. Now, we have the latest prophecy for today, brothers and sisters. Listen to what the Lord has to say to his prophet. Thank Honey, you, Lord. What a day to be in America, my God Almighty. America, God is not pleased with you. There's too many things happening on this land that God is not a part of. There's too many things happening that God is not pleased with. And America will not escape God's wrath. Jesus, have mercy. There's going to be catastrophe. There's going to be disasters on this land that no scientist, no meteorologist can predict because God is not pleased with America. Jesus, have your way, oh God. Lord, we rebuke everything that is not of God. We cancel everything that is not of God, Almighty God. We bring down everything that is not of the Holy Spirit, oh God Almighty. We're going to tear down everything that's not of you, oh God Almighty. Lord, I pray that you go before us, oh God, and you make every crooked path straight, oh God Almighty. Because we can't do nothing on our own, oh God Almighty. We pray that you'll be merciful unto us, oh God. We pray for mercies, oh God. Be merciful unto America, oh God Almighty. Be merciful, oh God. They're going to be destruction. They're going to be catastrophe, oh God. Because God is not pleased with you. God is not pleased with you. But God, we ask you to be merciful unto us, oh God. We know we're not deserving, God. But be merciful unto us, oh God. Be merciful, Jesus. God, I command every soul, oh God. God, into your hands, Jesus. Remember us, oh God. Remember us, Jesus. Lord, I command America under the blood of Jesus Christ Almighty God. I command America, oh God, into your hands, Jesus. We command the body of Christ, oh God, to rise up, oh God Almighty, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because now is the appointed time, and now is the day of salvation. Because too late shall be your cry. Too late shall be the cry of too many people, because God is not pleased with America, and God, whew, be merciful unto us, oh God. God, be merciful unto us, oh God Almighty, be merciful unto us, as children of God, God, to put on the armor and stand.
stand up. Arise, oh God Almighty. It's time for you to arise. Children of God, arise and preach the gospel. Don't be a sideline. Don't get on anybody's bandwagon because they're heading straight for hell. So many people are saying that America have made another milestone, but they're not telling you that America made another milestone going straight to the pit of hellfire. Oh, God Almighty. Lord, I put America before you. Cover us, oh God, under the blood of Jesus Christ. Can you say when you see the blood, God, that you will pass over us, oh God. Be merciful unto us, oh God. We're not deserving, but remember us, oh God Almighty. America, God, is not pleased, and we will not escape God's wrath unless you turn to Jesus Christ. You got to turn to Jesus Christ. Turn to Jesus Christ. I say turn to Jesus Jesus Christ, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the appointed time. As I turn to Jesus Christ, that too late shall be your cry. Too late shall be your cry. There's judgment coming. There's judgment coming, oh God. There's judgment coming, oh God. It's too late, America. Too late, America. Too late, America. God be merciful unto us. God be merciful. Too late, America. You got to take heed to God's word. It's God's word. It's not mine. It's not my word. It's not my word. It's not my word. It's not my word, America. Take heed to God's word. I said it's not my word. There's going to be trouble upon this land because you remove God out of the center. So there's going to be trouble upon this land. There's going to be catastrophe. Your scientists can't predict. Meteorologists can't predict. Oh, God. There's going to be trouble upon this land. America, it's too late. It's too late. Mr. President, I love you. But what's next on the agenda? Because I ain't going to hell with you. My God Almighty, children of God, arise now and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's our duty to defend God's word. Because there's truth in God's word. Too late, America. America, too late shall be your cry. Too late shall be your cry. Too late. Too late. Turn to Jesus Christ. Turn to Jesus Christ. Now is the appointed time. Now is the day of salvation. I pray that God be merciful unto every one of us. God bless you.
We do believe in a last days. We have to know that it is the people of God out there, people who is faithful to the Lord, who is seeking Him, and call out on Him. Yesterday, uh, Pastor Larry and I, we was um, uh, at the source of life, and we met one lady. She was um, selling something in the store, and um, you know, Pastor Larry had always he witnessed to her. But you know, she was such a crying. She said, My heart is seeking the Lord. I want to know him more and more. So what it let us know, and some of you maybe kind of feel familiar with that because maybe you those who is watching this broadcast or maybe who is listening to the internet radio. You also are one who is seeking the faith of the Lord. And so when we seek it with a sincerity, the faith of the Lord, He will guide us and He will direct us. So right now, I would like to pray for our family members, for the needs of the people. And so please join me in this prayer because people need the Lord and they need a prayer. And God's house should be the house of prayer. Amen? So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we listen to you, O God. Every person, Father, who is a part of the new life in Christ Jesus Church, all of those, Father, who is support this ministry, and Father, also, O God, those who is watching and listening to this broadcast. And Father, we thank you, O God, for our families. We thank you, O God, for our friends. We thank you, O God, for our neighbors, Lord God, and Father, for our sons, for our daughters, for our mothers, for our fathers, we claim their souls to the kingdom of God. And Father, we even pray for our enemies. We ask you in the Lord in the name of Jesus that you are safe and remove the soaring hearts and give them their hearts of love, their hearts of compassion, Lord God. Father, we ask you in the Lord to forgive their sins. Cleanse them from all unrighteousness, deliver them from evil, and fill them with the good. And Father, we ask you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for we pray for those who need a comfort today. Father, Lord, comfort your people in the name of Jesus. For those who need a healing today, bring the healing to restoration to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, those who don't know you, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you take the blind of their eyes, and they will know the truth. And let the truth of Christ will set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for God for the country of the United States of America. We pray for those who are in authorities. We pray for God for those who are in officials. We pray for Father for those Father who are in the government and senators and judges. We pray for God for every person who is in a position of authority, and not just in the United States, but all around the world. We thank you, Lord God, that you said in your word, the heart of the king is in your hand. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that they will turn whichever way that you will lead them, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, and we have to listen to you right now, United States and America. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you forgive this country, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask you, Lord God, that whatever Satan did for evil, that Father, that he will turn around for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, that your people, the children of God, the creatures, the follower of Christ, they will not be in panic, they will not be in fear, but they will stay in prayer and fasting in the belief that you are God. 
This is what's going on right now in this last day. This is when we have to, as the people of God, arise and start to exercise the love, the love of Christ that we have. The love of Christ. It's in every believer that love is there. We just have to learn to exercise that love. The same thing with the gifts of the Spirit. Some of you have a gift of the Spirit. Some of you may be a um, musician and potential praise and worship leader. But if you not exercise that gift and that talent that God gave to you, you're not going to be able to accomplish the destiny and accomplish the purpose that God placed in your life. Well, the same thing, we have the love of Christ. The love of Christ is such an unconditional love. Those who hurt you, those who persecute you, that you still can able to forgive them, and you still able to pray for them, and you still able to even minister to them. I remember some time ago, we had a lady in the church. She was um, affiliated with the people who was a gospel liar and bad bias, very, very negative people. And lied unto me, towards me, um, gossip towards me. And I was, and it's, when you hear things like that, it's hurtful. It's hurtful. But this is what the devil wants for you to hurt you, right? So, and I was praying, and I, I, I prayed to these people, and I, I said, Lord, I give them to you. And then, very the next day, after we prayed, that little lady, she came to the church with a group, group of other people, and, and she was saying, hi, like nothing happened, and smiling on my face, and like she never said anything, but you know what? And she would share with me how much she heard something with her knee or something with her leg. And you know what I did? I gave her a hug, and I told her how much I love her. And I said, let us pray for you that the Lord will kill you. And you know what? That is another mile on the street. But this is what the Lord Jesus Christ He commanded us to, to do. To forgive those who absolutely hurt us. Those who absolutely did such a, such a bad thing towards us. And, but you know what? That love of Christ, I remember how it was right in me. And I was able to minister, not with tender heart, but with sincerity of the heart. And His love started to manifest through me toward this person. See, this is the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's available for all of us. For all of us. And so if you're here today or you're watching this broadcast and you struggle with a walk, walk like a love walk with the Jesus Christ, you know, like over people, over gifts, be honest to the Lord. And then, Lord, you know, I don't really have a problem on this area. Lord, help me in this. And the Lord will start to work with us. Because, see, when we ask the Lord, it says in the word of God, ask, and should be given to you. When you are not in denial, and when you honor to the Lord Jesus, and you talk to Him through the work of the Holy Spirit, He will show you your wants, and He will give you the opportunity to change, and He will strengthen you, and He will bring the maturity in this area. Because a lot of us, as the people of God, we want to be more and more get and more in his image and his likeness. When you walk in some office, when you walk in some someone's house, when you walk in a store, 
the people will see Jesus Christ is in you. That you don't even have to tell the people that you are Christian. Well, how is you talk to me this way? I am a Christian. You don't even have to say that, that you, who you are. They will see that you are Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So especially right now in this last day, um, what's going on right now in, in these countries and other, you know, some laws present us. But you know what? Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. God God's already aware of what's going on. And He will lead you. He will direct you. And He will guide you what to do and how to do. Because God, who we serve, He is God of all wisdom. He is God of all knowledge. And this God who you serve, who is all wisdom and all knowledge, is well in you. Hallelujah. So, amen. So God did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power and a spirit of boldness. And you will speak what you need to speak. You will do what He said will do. And but He will not compromise. Hallelujah. But He will walk in love. See, it is a very important this last day that He will separate the. You don't see the person. Maybe you're not agree with someone's lifestyle. Maybe you're not agree with what these people are doing, whoever you know we we're dealing with. But you will see the sin. Don't see the sinner. And so you express the love toward the person, but you maybe don't you separate what the person do, and then the person is still created in the image of God. It's just not born of the spirit of God. So pray for the people and experience and express the love of Christ. Hallelujah. And if the Lord will lead you to witness someone, continue to witness, but most of all, before you even witness, keep praying. Right now, like Pastor Larry teaching us to be sensitive to the spirit of the Lord. When we keep praying, when we keep seeking the Lord, the Lord God Almighty, He will show us the way he will comfort us in the time of need and he will provide for us. So it's nothing to be worried about, it's nothing to be afraid, nor that if God is for us, who can be against us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, this is pretty much what I want to share before Pastor Larry comes. So thank you so much. And let our dear brothers and sisters keep walking in love and keep looking under the Lord Jesus Christ. Because all of the victory is for the Lord Jesus. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Greetings, everyone. This is Evangelist Shana Joseph. Um, and I, I just wanted to do this video. I had to do this video. Uh, when I look at what's happening in the world today, I had to do this video. I can't keep quiet in a time like this. I can't be a silent prophet in a time like this. I cannot be a sleeping preacher in a time like this when God speaks in Ephesians chapter 5 about redeeming the times because the days are evil. Yes. I don't have to sit up here and be a news reporter. I don't need to give you the current events. We know what's happening in Congress. We know what laws they have passed. We know exactly what's going on in the world today. Yes, we know that America has just now 
accepted same-sex marriage. Yes, we know that. Uh, judgment is already upon the land, but worse is coming now. Worse is coming now. Yes, worse is coming. So many have been dying all across the world just so many can get saved in America has now passed the law for same-sex marriage. But what I notice, what I notice in the body of Christ is that the church, the body of Christ, has adopted the philosophy of the world. The body of Christ has accepted what God has rejected. We know that for a man to marry a man and a woman to marry a woman is an abomination to God. And not just to marry, just even to date, it is a sin. It is an abomination. And the church, the body of Christ, has accepted what God has rejected. They're just taking in what the world is giving them, changing the word of God. And nobody is standing up. Where's the body of Christ? There's a lukewarm spirit lurking around in the churches. The body of Christ has become uh, um, infected with a lukewarm spirit. But God says in 94, Psalms 94 and verse 16, he said, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? And who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? I can't be a sleeping prophet a, a, a sleeping preacher and a silent prophet in a time like this. I cannot. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't support me. I don't care if you post about me. I don't care if you uh, dislike me on YouTube. I don't care if you unfriend me. I do not care. I don't care what friends I lose, what family members I lose. As a matter of fact, I don't lose anything. I give it up just to serve God. But as a true servant of God, I stand for holiness and I stand for righteousness because I serve a holy God, a just God. And God's people should be his mouthpiece in this time. We are his voice for this final hour, yet we are keeping quiet. Nobody wants to blow the trumpet in Zion. Nobody wants to sound the alarm and ring the bell when God said that we are the watchmen. We are to serve as an alarm system to the sinner man, to the world, to let them know that if they don't come out of their sins, they will end up in a Christless eternity. God said that if we do not warn the sinner man, their blood will be on our hands. Yes. Uh, people are keeping quiet, uh, but I notice that those who are in agreement with this law that was just passed, uh, you're not quiet about it. I see the posts. I see the videos. Yes, the church is not quiet anymore about going against the, God, the word of God. No, they openly accept Satan into the church, onto their pulpit. They publicly let the world know they have lowered their standard in God. Yes. And then you have some 
quiet Christians who are secretly in agreement, yes, with the world, with washing down the word of God, lowering their standard. Uh, but God sees you. God sees you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be quiet. I have to speak. I have to open my mouth and blow the trumpet. I have to be God's mouthpiece. I have to be God's voice. I have to preach to the world. Yes, because, Mr. President, Congress, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the ends are the ways of death. Mr. President, you better change this quickly. You better repent of your sins and give your life to Jesus Christ. Yes, the Bible says in Proverbs 4, it says, The way of the wicked is as darkness. As darkness. You guys think that you have seen darkness now? You think the calamities you have been witnessing now, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the tragedies, the death toll is about to rise. It's about to rise, America. You better repent and give your life to Jesus Christ. He said, too late shall be the cry of many. We got these television shows about transgenders trying to push it on to the people of God. Teaching our young boys that it's okay to be girls. Teaching our young girls that, that it's okay to be boys. mighty God. Well, he has spoken with me again this past night. And in that conversation, the Lord spoke with me about the massive revival that is coming to Angola. Number one, here I was in the meeting of the Lord and I saw the glory of the Lord come like a mist. A mist of pure white glory of God. The glory then lifts up in front of the altar like a white cloud or mist.
Do not limit me, my children. Do not slow at the end of this brace, my love. Do not become discouraged by what you see going on in the world around you. You are not part of this world, for you are already with me in high places. Ultimately, my kingdom will reign on your earth. Let me assure you of this, and let me take care of the details. Keep your hearts and minds filled with grace for sinners. Keep yourselves pure in my word and out of this world. Operate in love in all you do, and keep your eyes and hearts focused on the blessed hope of my return. Allow me to quickly extinguish your fleshy desires and attitudes and fill you with my Holy Spirit and righteousness. Do not be discouraged by the mockers and the scoffers, for they will, I'm sorry, for they were predestined for this time upon your earth. Repent when you step from my light into the darkness, even for a moment. Do not lose hope in my salvation. I hunt for even one lost sheep. Let your heart not be discouraged and seek the light and not the darkness. Above all things, our relationship must be made the number one thing in your life today. This will allow my protection over you and keep you free from fearing what is surely coming. I entrust the broken and the weak children of your earth to my chosen, for through you they will see me shine. My light will shine brightly and get brighter in the darkness, for when more darkness comes, there will be more searching for my light. Do not shrink back and do not fail to shine my light now. Pray in the Spirit always. Commune with me often and stay firmly planted in my word. Receive my abundant grace and do not wallow in shame, for that discounts what I accomplished in my death on the cross. Receive your complete salvation and the joy and peace and strength that accompany it. I love you, my children, yesterday, today, and forever. Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Greetings, everyone. This is Evangelist Shana Joseph. Um, and I, I just wanted to do this video. I had to do this video. When I look at what's happening in the world today, I had to do this video. I can't keep quiet in a time like this. I can't be a silent prophet in a time like this. I cannot be a sleeping preacher in a time like this when God speaks in Ephesians chapter 5 about redeeming the times because the days are evil. Yes. I don't have to sit up here and be a news reporter. I don't need to give you the current events. We know what's happening in Congress. We know what laws they have passed. We know exactly what's going on in the world today. Yes, we know that America has just now accepted same-sex marriage. Yes, we know that uh, judgment is already up on the land, but worse is coming now. Worse is coming now. Yes, worse is coming. So many have been dying all across the world just so many can get saved. And America 
has now passed the law for same-sex marriage. But what I notice, what I notice in the body of Christ is that the church, the body of Christ, has adopted the philosophy of the world. The body of Christ has accepted what God has rejected. We know that for a man to marry a man and a woman to marry a woman is an abomination to God. And not just to marry, just even to date, it is a sin. It is an abomination. And the church, the body of Christ, has accepted what God has rejected. They're just taking in what the world is giving them, changing the word of God. And nobody is standing up. Where's the body of Christ? There's a lukewarm spirit lurking around in the churches. The body of Christ has become uh, um, infected with a lukewarm spirit. But God says in 94, Psalms 94 and verse 16, he said, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? And who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? I can't be a sleeping prophet, a, a, a sleeping preacher, and a silent prophet in a time like this. I cannot, I don't care if you don't like me, I don't care if you don't support me, I don't care if you post about me, I don't care if you uh, dislike me on YouTube, I don't care if you unfriend me, I do not care. I don't care what friends I lose, what family members I lose, as a matter of fact, I don't lose anything, I give it up just to serve God. But as a true servant of God, I stand for holiness and I stand for righteousness because I serve a holy God, a just God. And God's people should be his mouthpiece in this time. We are his voice for this final hour, yet we are keeping quiet. Nobody wants to blow the trumpet in Zion. Nobody wants to sound the alarm and ring the bell when God said that we are the watchmen. We are to serve as an alarm system to the cinnamon, to the world, to let them know that if they don't come out of their sins, they will end up in a Christless eternity. God said that if we do not warn the cinnamon, their blood will be on our hands. Yes, uh, people are keeping quiet, uh, but I notice that those who are in agreement with this law that was just passed, uh, you're not quiet about it. I see the posts. I see the videos. Yes, the church is not quiet anymore about going against the, God, the word of God. No, they openly accept Satan into the church, onto their pulpits. They publicly let the world know they have lowered their standard in God. Yes, and then you have some quiet Christians who are secretly in agreement, yes, with the world, with washing down the word of God, lowering their standard. Uh, but God sees you. God sees you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be quiet. I have to speak. I have to open my mouth and blow the trumpet. 
I have to be God's mouthpiece. I have to be God's voice. I have to preach to the world. Yes, because Mr. President, Congress, there's a way that seem right unto a man, but the ends are the ways of death. Mr. President, you better change this quickly. You better repent of your sins and give your life to Jesus Christ. Yes, the Bible says in Proverbs 4, it says, The way of the wicked is as darkness. As darkness. You guys think that you have seen darkness now? You think the calamities you have been witnessing now, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the tragedies, the death toll is about to rise. It's about to rise, America. You better repent and give your life to Jesus Christ. He said, too late shall be the cry of many. We got these television shows about transgenders trying to push it on to the people of God. Teaching our young boys that it's okay to be girls. Teaching our young girls that, that it's okay to be boys. Erev Tov Chavrim, I'm Stephen Ben-Noon, and you are watching Israeli News Live. Greetings to all of those that are watching via live stream. I already got to talk to everybody on live stream just a little bit here, just for a second coming in. And, um, and for those of you that are catching this broadcast on YouTube, I encourage you to join up with us on live stream. We're hoping to step up the live stream a notch where it will also be able to be aired on our website. Uh, otherwise, I think you just have to get your little free account on live stream to be able to view this. Uh, you can look up Stephen Denoon, D-E-N-O-O-N, to catch our, is our news that runs live. It will be running five days a week. Uh, Sometimes six days a week. Normally we won't run it on Shabbat uh, the night, uh, on Friday evening because of Shabbat, getting ready for Shabbat, and, and also on the Sabbath as well. Uh, but other than that, Sunday, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, we will be running live uh, quite, quite frequently. Anyway, I wished I had some good news to report today, and I know that there, uh, I, I'm really going to make it a point to try to find some good news to report uh, I did post on uh, Israeli News Live on our Facebook page a, a nice little thing I saw. I uh, forget exactly where I saw that. We posted on our Facebook page. It was like 25 photos of uh, showing that humanity is still, uh, still alive and well. And it's pictures of different things of kindness that people do for one another. I just really enjoyed seeing something nice rather than all the negative constantly. Anyway, speaking of negative, Arut Shiva, Israel National News, is reporting that the uh, P5 plus one powers have caved in to Iran's demands in regards to, um, let me just make sure I got this muted out over here, guys, sorry about that, but, uh, but they gave in to the, to the demands of Iran. There will be no nuclear inspections. They just wanted to get this deal signed. They don't really care uh, about Israel's safety whatsoever. I guess this is really just for, 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 for being able to uh, sell arms or something, uh, to be able to have more arm deals, to arm Iran better so that they can wipe Israel out. That must really be the idea behind uh, this ignorance of a deal. Let me read to you, though, what uh, Israel National News is saying. 
says the uh, P5 plus one countries led by the United States under Barack Obama have caved in to Iran's demands and will not insist on inspection of nuclear installation as part of a deal on Iran's nuclear weapons program. That was reported by Channel One on Sunday. Um, very sad indeed. In fact, you know, the United States, uh, just mentioned this real quick, passed a law, Obama passed a law that uh, reporters cannot speak against the president. I'd like to get more clarification on that. I saw a brief clip on that. Um, and uh, not, not good, but nonetheless, um, he is definitely way off track. I, I actually have a nickname for uh, the president of the United States, uh, but uh, we'll skip that right now. Maybe one day I'll publish what I think. Uh, the Channel's Arab Affairs correspondent reported that the June uh, 30th Tuesday night deadline for the talks has been set back to an unspecified date, but the negotiations are good-natured, and the feeling is that the deal is nearly done. Well, of course, Iran gets anything they want. It's easy to do a deal. It's easy to do a deal when Iran can call all the shots. I guess John Kerry just needs a feather in his cap to say that he did a deal with Iran for the United States, and it'll make Barack Obama look better. Maybe they need a legacy. That's all presidencies seem to be about nowadays, just what kind of legacy you can leave. Forget, forget safety and security. Forget um, the, the, the needs of people that really matter. That's what really politics should be about. Not about your legacy, but about what you can do to change the lives for other people. And, you know, I'm not against the Arab people in Iran if they're interested in um, uh, mercy and kindness and, and mutual fellowship there, uh, you know, but, uh, but, but when you have the radical regime that Iran has to begin with that has clearly said they want to wipe Israel off of the map, this is what I'm against. Uh, I am in support of the Iranian uh, people, though, that are believers in Yahshua as their Messiah. I'm in support of them. In fact, very much support of them because they're the ones dying at the hands of uh, the, the, different, the, different, the, the regime there as well as ISIS that's terrorizing the country at this point. But anyway, uh, Zarif's departure followed, says in the report here, followed a, week, a weekend of talks with foreign ministers from the UK, France, Germany, and Russia. Uh, who joined the talks over the weekend before returning to their capitals. The lead Western negotiator, the U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry, is expected to remain in Europe to await Zarif's return. Uh, Iran officials suggested Zarif would uh, only be away for 24 hours, but that would leave only a day, uh, a day to meet the 30 June deadline. Western officials said they were expecting to stay at least a couple of days past that target date. I'm sure they're going to get the deal. I'm sure they will. They, you know, they really don't give a, a flip what Israel has to say about it. And, and, and quite frankly, it concerns me the, the, um, in Israel as well because the political climate in Israel, um, well, I tell you what, you'll just, I, if you get a chance, I, there's another video that we'll be have coming out on YouTube very soon. Uh, I'll be mentioning another interesting prophetic passage that I found in regards to uh, the Prime Minister of Israel. I actually found a prophetic passage about Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, as well as another passage, another prophetic passage about uh, Pope Francis. So I'll be doing another video later tonight on that, so hopefully you'll catch that on YouTube. 
Uh, if it doesn't get posted tonight, it will be up in the morning because I will be recording that later tonight. Anyway, let's continue on. Another very uh, shocking news article that I picked up off of RT News. RT News uh, is reporting uh, they actually have footage. You can see this on Israeli News Live on our Facebook page of Israeli News Live. I've posted this article from RT News there. They have caught uh, two newsreel film clips that have been brought in. One was by a, uh, a Ukrainian or a Russian news agency that has filmed uh, what is believed to be American troops in Maripol, uh, Ukraine. This is where a battle just was, was going on recently. Let me read to you what the article says here. Armed people in uniform speaking fluent English with no accent have been spotted in Maripol in the aftermath of the rocket hit fueling allegation that foreign private military contractors are serving among Ukrainian troops. The port city in eastern Ukraine under Kiev's control saw a surge of violence on Saturday when several rockets hit the residential area in the east of the city, reportedly killing 30 civilians. Numerous videos from the scene showed destruction in the aftermath of the attack for which local militia and Ukraine troops blamed each other. Uh, but among footage shot in Maripol, there are some videos showing armed men in military uniform who speak, in, uh, speak English fluently. One video uploaded on YouTube is apparently raw footage of a local news channel, MSN, in Maripol uh, that actually filmed this. Now, what's kind of funny is, um, uh, let me go ahead and read a little bit more here. The man holds a, car a carabine, a car, excuse me, a carbine in his hand and is wearing a tactical vest. That's on the first video you'll see. As the correspondent points her microphone with the request to comment, the man covers his face with the other hand and says in an American or Canadian accent, out of my face, out of my face. Now, I have listened to this, and, and I use both headphones so I can get some clarity there. And, uh, you know, the Russian people may not be as good as what we can in, in here in America listening to the accent there, but he clearly has a very much more of like a, a, a North United States type of accent. He does not have... He does not have an English accent from Britain, neither Australia. Uh, they say Canadian, possibly. No, I'm not Canadian either. I very, very well understand those type of accents. It clearly seems to be an American. Now, the second video footage is also another uh, English-speaking pair of people there. Now, they do tend to have an accent there. It could be an English accent. Not really sure on that one there. But, uh, but the first guy is definitely an American. And, of course, the carving does show that he is actually carrying weapons that would be used like local uh, soldiers, like the Ukrainians would be using, but these are men that are extremely well-trained. Now, RT believes that these are actually military contractors that are being brought in, and of course the United States could easily stop anything like that, but the U.S. is allowing this because they know the Ukraine soldiers need help. And so they've gotten in, no doubt, former very professional soldiers that are, that are going in there to do this, uh, these are people that are trained to kill, no doubt about it. Uh, another article I wanted to share with you as well, and I, and I really, this article here I think is very important to bring to your attention uh, because I had a, a, I believe, I'm sure it was a Russian man that had commented on um, the news that we did recently about the U.S. Uh, coming, excuse me, Russia, uh, willing to back Texas in seceding from the Union. Of course, we are not for any state to secede from the United States. The United States is stronger if it stays together. I, I, I do believe this 100%. 
You know, the problem in the United States, kind of like what Jeb Bush says, he says that Russia is a great people and a great country. He's just against President Putin. And I'm not against President Putin by no means. I think that President Putin, like any other politi politician, has his faults, has problems, has issues. But I do believe he's trying to protect the Russian-speaking people in eastern Ukraine as well as in um, uh, Crimea. And I, I think he has a right to do that. And the whole world has come against this man. And, you know, some people have accused me of being a supporter of Russia in this. I'm a supporter of what's right and what's wrong. And it is a clear fact that the U.S. toppled the Ukrainian government. And in return, they have come in uh, and they have taken and uh, put a neo-Nazi regime in place. And this is why innocent people are being murdered in eastern Ukraine. Um, but anyway, when I did the report the other day, uh, the report that I was seeing on, on the news that I was actually seeing going on is that it looked like that Russia may be willing to, to, to go ahead and, and go to war because these were the reports that we were seeing that were being posted on different news links, and that's what I shared with the people. And one person said that this was not correct, that Russia has always looked for diplomacy. And I agree with that. Uh, President Putin has always looked for a diplomatic way to resolve the crisis in Ukraine, uh, as well as trying to resolve this issue of all the sanctions put against him. But clearly, the Barack Obama administration is not allowing uh, Germany nor France to back out of this NATO agreement to sanction uh, Russia. There are many countries, though, that do not want to see Russia sanctioned, including Slovakia and the Czech Republic are, are two of those, and there's been others that have voiced uh, opposition against the sanctions against Russia because it is hurting these countries not to be able to do business with Russia. But nonetheless, I do not believe that even the Barack Obama administration is really the key problem in all of this as far as the United States, as much as it is the Vatican who is determined to grab, to do a land grab as much as they possibly can to get world dominance for the new world order. There again, as we stated before though, this could be that all parties involved, including President uh, Putin, this may be just a staged event anyway. As we said before, there are border crossings popping up in the former Soviet, uh, on the border of so former Soviet states uh, bordering Europe. So, is it kind of like what's going on in Israel? We see one thing, but another thing is going on altogether. But let me bring this article out again. RT News pr uh, published this as well. Russia has no aggressive plans will always prefer political settlement. That's according to Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. And, and I, we've seen this time and time again. Of course, we see the same thing even from Barack Obama, saying that they want a political settlement. But needless to say, on the U.S. side, we have watched the tanks and troops and everything else pour into the former Soviet states. Now, they're, as far as from the U.S. side, they say that this needs to be done in order to protect the former Soviet states from Russian aggression. I, I don't even know sometimes where to go with that. But let me go ahead and read this article here. Russia is not threatening anyone, according to what uh, Vladimir Putin is saying, anyone and will always prefer peaceful solution to international conflict. President Vladimir Putin has said, adding that military forces are still important as a guarantee of national 
sovereignty. We are not threatening anyone and seek to resolve all conflict situations throughout political means with respect towards the international law and other national interests. He stated on Thursday in his speech before graduates of military uh, academies, Putin emphasized in his speech that Russia was an open country ready to cooperate with any nation on equal conditions. The Russian leader added that he saw many challenges to the country, including some of the immediate vicinity of Russia's borders, and these challenges were the main reason the country needed strong, modern, and adequately armed military force, he said. Uh, this is a guarantee of Russia's sovereignty and territorial integrity, a guarantee of peaceful and calm life of millions of our uh, compatriots. Putin said, promising that the authorities will continue the support of the military and complete the ongoing major reform of the forces. The president mentioned uh, the strategic nuclear forces and space forces as a priority for active development. He also reminded the officers that the military were regularly receiving newest weapon, weaponry developed by Russians, by Russia's specialists, examples of which we recently presented uh, uh, at the Army 2015 exhibition. Now, you can read the rest of the article on our uh, Israeli News uh, Facebook page, Israeli News Live, that is, and, uh, and continue on from there. But um, I'm just really concerned as I'm watching the, the events that are, that, are, that are unfolding. And I, I've mentioned to several, uh, in fact, last time I mentioned to people that a, a good documentary to watch is The Way Home um, that, that Russia put together regarding Crimea and what happened there. It gives, you an, it gives you an alternative perspective of the events that are transpiring in Eastern Europe. And, uh, and, I, and I really strongly encourage that, that people were to watch this because I'm trying to be neutral in this particular conflict watching uh, the situation unfold. I, I was born an American. I love the United States with all my heart. It is a Christian nation founded on Christian principles, although unfortunately, as we have seen recently in the news, uh, with the United States Supreme Court in support of gay marriage, we, we have seen that the United States has officially turned to uh, a government of that of Sodom and Gomorrah. And we know exactly what happened uh, in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, so people might say that there is freedom, but the nation is on a downcline. And we cannot expect anything but the judgment of Almighty God. I mean, the United States totally turned against Israel and could care less about the Israeli people anymore. And it's sad to say that. It's sad to see this situation as it is. And now the moral decay of the country is going down. And by the way, let me just say this. You think you have freedom in this country, but you don't. And this is what I want to say in closing in this broadcast here. And those of you that are on the live stream, if you'd like, I'll take some of your questions in just a moment here at the end of the news here for the YouTube channel. But I want to just say this here. Let me show you how your freedom is being taken from you as American citizens. The, the United States was founded on, on the fundamentals of Christianity. The founding fathers that came here, and I, and I know that a lot of people say it was Masons, Jesuits, etc. We know that the Jesuits overtook the country. That's, that was clear. And, and when Ronald Reagan was president, that was our first sign uh, that, that this country was taken over. 
But there still was a lot of good people that came in the early years of this country. They wanted freedom of religion, wanted to be away from Catholicism, and even the early founding fathers said never let the Pope of Rome step foot in this country. The day it does, this country will go downhill. Now we see it's going downhill. Uh, you see this, the law being passed for gay marriage, and the seriousness of this is, when I say that your freedom is being taken away, if you are a minister of a church who has a 501c nonprofit status, and a gay couple were to come into your church to want to be married, legally you have to marry them. There is no freedom of religion in this particular case here. And if you do not do so, you could lose your status as a 501c3 organization. You could be shut down by the government. All kinds of things could come against you. I'm concerned that this is what you're going to see happen in the very near future. Uh, I believe that there will be, especially for churches that the government would like to see shut down, you're going to be set up because they're going to send in couples intentionally just so they can shut you down. If they shut you down, the government then has a right to declare that you owe taxes for everything that your organization ever got for free from the very beginning of inception of your 501c corporation. This is why we chose not to be a 501c. You have to pay your taxes in order to do that. But did not even Jesus say, Yeshua that is, he said to Peter, Go get, go, there's a fish. Get the coin out of the fish's mouth and bring the coin here and we'll pay our taxes. It's harder to do that. Believe me, it is. It is harder. But it's the wiser way. And I feel for those ministers, because many ministers just, they, they went into being a 501c3. We, we would have nearly went into it. My wife's research is really what protected us. But I feel for my brothers and sisters that are in ministry, that are faced with something like this that could happen to them. And it's a good way that the government could do that if they don't like what you're saying in the first place. If you are trying to stand for truth, now they have a way to shut you down. We'll be praying for you. Anyway, for those of you on YouTube, God bless you. I'm Stephen Benoom with Israeli News Live. Shalom. everybody it's hummingbird 027 here today is june 29th 2015 again this is going to be a very short newscast but i want to highlight some major major developments this week um, i think this is going to be a setup for what's going to start befalling us all before september comes it's coming really fast too folks um, with greece and everything going on Jeremiah chapter 49, now front page news. Um, we're going to see a huge ramp up very, very soon. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Sunday stated, we are seeing a clear retreat from the red lines that the world powers set recently and publicly, addressing the weekly cabinet meeting in Jerusalem and later the Knesset, he added, there is no reason to rush to sign this bad agreement, which is getting worse every day. Netanyahu was referring to three major concessions approved by President Barack and Obama. And Secretary of State 
John Puppet Carey in the final stage of negotiations for a comprehensive nuclear accord with Iran. These are outlined here. If these aren't just the silliest thing you've ever seen anyone do, I mean, seriously, guys, it's almost as bad as giving a prisoner a list of do's and don'ts when he was jailed to begin with for life, probably even multiple lives by the judge, let's say, for being a serial killer. And the judge hands him not just his verdict, but, you know, if you follow these guidelines, we're going to let you go from prison. And we're going to hope that you don't go on another killing spree yet again. This is literally what this is, folks. Number one, after barring the IAEA inspections of suspect sites for years now, Tehran will now be allowed to submit a paper with their answers to the queries about all their clandestine activities at those military sites. We don't need to see that you're actually not complying. You just submit a paper and we're going to believe that everything's okay. It's almost, I would like to laugh about this, but this is no joke. And a lot of people are going to die because of this imminent Middle East war. And the brainless babble that is being spewed out here in the last few weeks, that document would effectively draw a line on Iran's suspect past. They might as well just say that we're just going to forget everything that happened in the past, and we're going to go forward from now on thinking that you're a saint and that you don't have the intention of killing as many people as possible because of your theologies. Demkafile states Iran has submitted countless documents to the IAEA, none of which gave specific replies to specific questions. The UNSC accordingly passed a number of resolutions requiring Tehran to come clean on the military aspects of its nuclear program, and Tehran ignored them. Now Obama and Kerry are letting Tehran off the hook on its past secrets. I think uh, Netanyahu has understated this just a tad. This is not getting worse by the moment. This is catastrophic. Going back to my analogy, this is like telling Tehran, the serial killer, a pat on the back, it's okay, we know you didn't mean to kill all those people, just don't do it again, slap on the hand, go on your way. Number two, Obama and Kerry have withdrawn at any time, anywhere, stipulations for snap inspections of suspect nuclear facilities as mandated by the additional protocol signed by Iran. They now agree that international monitors must first submit a request to the Iranian committee, not even a joint U.S.-Iranian committee, for advance permission to inspect those facilities. This would leave Tehran free to approve, deny, or delay permission for inspections. <laughs> I can't help but laugh, and folks, this is so ridiculous. Number three, Washington is back down on its insistence on, on predicating sanctions relief on Iran's compliance with its obligations under the final accord. 
After Tehran countered with a demand for the sanctions to be lifted immediately upon the signing of the accord, the Obama regime agreed to remove them in three stages. A. Straight after the deal is signed. B. After ratification of the accord by the U.S. Congress and Iranian Majlis. This process is expected to take place, catch it, at the end of 2015. What else do we know that's going on in December? Oh, yeah, there is climate crisis coming. That's right. I forgot all about the climate crisis and the climate talks that are going to be taking place and the total wealth confiscation by the point zero 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 one percent of the population for their global carbon tax. Oh, that's right. They're trying to rape the entire world of 97% of its GDP. Meanwhile, in Tehran, they can just start doing whatever they want. And the worst of all, all remaining sanctions will be lifted when implementation of the accord begins. Jeremiah chapter 49 is becoming all too real for me. And I'm beginning to understand Bible prophecy a lot more these days. For those of you who are not aware of Jeremiah chapter 49, verses 34 to the end of the chapter, it's really going to wrap up after Obadiah, Zechariah 9, Zephaniah 2 all come to pass. It seems as if Iran is going to be like the last card that's going to boom, usher in the tribulation period. There are two distinct prophecies that are given to us by two different prophets of the Lord God Almighty in heaven, one of which is Jeremiah chapter 49, Elam, which is southwestern portion of Iran. This section of Bible prophecy is separated and uniquely different because it takes place first before the seven-year tribulation begins, and then once Ezekiel 38 and 39 come to pass, the northeastern part of Iran will definitely be funded by all of these people coming out of the land of Magog, by Gog himself. They will be ramped up again, ready to come against Israel uh, before the horrors of the book of Revelation begin, starting with chapter 6. In Jeremiah chapter 49, verses 34 to the end of the chapter, there are nine prophecies laid out. God is not going to let these um, Ayatollah Khomeini or any of these people get away with what they are doing. Um, you can pause the video and read these for yourself. Basically, God is going to break them. He will bring the four winds from the four quarters of heaven and he will scatter the people worldwide to all of those winds. Later, after God has destroyed the kings and the princes of Iran, he is going to bring back the captives of Elam and he is going to put them back in their land. But until that time takes place, um, which I think is going to happen very, very soon, 
Israel is going to have to become very dependent upon the Lord. I'll just say that right now. If she doesn't start leaning on the Lord for her everything, all of the earth, all the nations of the earth are coming very rapidly against her. She is going to have to make her stand, and she will have to do it soon. Early on Monday, the IDF intercepted and boarded the Swedish boat Mary Ann, leading a flotilla which set out to breach Israel's blockade of the Gaza Strip after refusing to change course, and the ship was boarded some 100 nautical miles from its destination and escorted to Ashdod port. There was no resistance from the 18 pro-Palestinian activists and journalists on board, and the other three boats turned around and tucked tail and left. They remain under the sights of the Israeli drones in case they are tricking them. Hooks in the jaw, Ezekiel 38 and 39. All of the contracts that Russia is making with the Middle East and surrounding nations are truly what's going to bring him in to false Armageddon, World War III, Ezekiel 38 and 39. Putin meets Mualem, says Russian pledges political, economic, military support for Syria. Isaiah 17 still simmering in the background as Russian President Vladimir Putin has pledged to support Syria's government. All right, guess we can't uh, stop this newscast without really understanding what's going on with Greece right now. I don't know about your eyeballs, but my eyeballs are fixed on this, waiting to see what is going to happen here and watching for any indications that this is going to spread. This is the initial infection, I think. Once someone becomes infected with an illness, they don't really typically know that they actually have the disease until it starts to manifest itself because it is becoming larger and larger within the host. Well, it's coming. This is the initial infection, and the economy has no clue that it has been infected. And so it begins. The Greek banks get shut down for a week, and Grexit is now probable. Is this the beginning of the end of the Eurozone? For years, European officials have tried to fix Greece, but nothing has worked. Now a worst-case scenario is rapidly unfolding, and Grexit has become more likely than not. On Sunday, the ECB announced that it was not going to provide any more emergency support for Greek banks. But that was only the only thing keeping them alive. In order to prevent total chaos, Greek banks have been shut down for at least a week. ATMs are still open, but it is being reported that daily withdrawals will be limited to only 60 euros. That translates to about $67 in U.S. Uh, petrodollars. So you're only allowed, <laughs> what is this, a five-year-old's allowance? Are you kidding me? $67 a day to live on. 
So the first thing comes to my mind is how are they making their mortgage payments, their uh, credit card payments, you know, how are they divvying out this money? Are checks bouncing? What is the deal here? Literally, the whole economy has just screeched to a halt. I know that I am probably one of the minorities that actually go shopping for a month at a time. I know a lot of people don't technically do that. Um, a lot of people live day to day. They want to go to the store and get fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, and all these things. Um, $67 to live on every day for a family of four becomes almost impossible. Um, we need to watch this very closely and see how they're dealing with it, even watching Greek news, because whatever is happening here is coming to America. I imagine that <laughs> the average Greek citizen is probably thoroughly freaked out right now. In addition to the stock markets in Greece, is not going to open on Monday either. This is what the national financial meltdown looks like. And the nightmare that has been unleashed in Greece will soon start to spread to the rest of Europe. This reminds me so much of what happened in Cyprus. But that was very interesting. They made a quick turnaround and started a digital currency. And they did it on the backs of the upper middle class. Up until the very last minute, politicians were promising everyone that their money was perfectly safe. And then the hammer was brought down. The exact same pattern is playing out in Greece. What do you think will start in America? This is what a famous Greek politician said on Saturday. Citizens should not be scared. There was no blackmail. Panos Kamenos, head of the government's coalition ally, told local television, the banks won't shut, the ATMs will have cash, all this is exaggeration. 24 hours later and less than, the banks shut down, the ATMs all over the country started running out of cash, and then this coming from CNBC News. Despite a tweet from the Greek finance minister that his government opposed the very concept of any controls, Greek Prime Minister Cyprus said later on Sunday that he had forced the country's central bank to recommend a bank holiday and capital controls. The Athens Stock Exchange will also be closed as the government tries to manage the financial fallout from the disagreement with the EU and the IMF. Greek banks keep floating by emergency funding from the ECB. And uh, as Athens moves towards defaulting tomorrow by 1.6 billion euro payment, what is the moral of the story? Where is this going? Obviously, we know we can't trust politicians. What's even more frightening is that the major financial crisis is coming. A few weeks ago, and even for the last, I would say, probably a year of this newscast, I have begged and pleaded and screamed and pulled my hair out asking you all 
to start preparing for this time. Whether or not you believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, we must go through some of this. I would like to caution everyone at this time, don't tempt God. God has been screaming through his prophets, through his reporters like me, through his pastors and ministers all over the internet to prepare for this paradigm shifting event that is going to take over the entire earth. Prepare for this now. Get your medicines, get your food, get your water, stock them to the best of your ability. God will provide the rest. Now this does not mean that for some of you out there that live on less than $500 a month, um, my dad being one of them, you know, God provides for everyone. But Joseph, while he was in Egypt, you know, he understood what the dream meant of Pharaoh. He understood what it meant to put aside for the famines to come, for the times of trouble. We are warned throughout Scripture over and over again, just read the book of Proverbs and you will find it over and over again. The wise man prepareth for the things to come. Whatever is happening in Greece,